Hey, this is John and Mark from Taking Back Sunday, and you're watching Studio One. Before you guys had the band, before you guys went on tour and became the people you are, you guys were just kids who loved music. So can you talk about the bands that influenced you growing up and <coughs> early life before the whirlwind of the life you guys have been embarked on? Yeah, well, everybody... You know, the thing is, the, the, the reason that I think this band works and has worked is because everybody was into such different things. But there was also a middle where everybody would like these same bands, like Fugazi, yeah. uh, The Clash. Yeah, I think we, and we all, we all were into Nirvana probably at the same Nirvana, time, right? The Beatles. Yeah, yeah we have um, a few that we all agree on. But uh, for me personally, I, I would say like, you know, the punk rock movement was my thing. You know, like Minor Threat. I love Minor Threat. I like uh, Screeching Weasel, Green Day, Rancid. But, you know, also, but like Metallica and the Beatles are my two favorite bands. And I know when you guys were starting out, it's the 90s. It's the way people take, took in music in that era is completely different from the way we took music in now. And, and being like playing instruments and getting people together to make music. Talk about how it was like in those early stages too, just like loving music and really like perfecting the craft and like enjoying it and still enjoying it. Well, man, well, back then, you still had to buy music. That was one thing. So, uh, you know, I remember saving up money to go to the used CD store, you know, to, to, to get as, uh, you know, as many albums as I could afford. And um, that is one thing that is, it, it's really, uh, it changed a lot, obviously. But, like, I, I love that you have, like, all the music in the world at your disposal now on you know Spotify or whatever but there was something about that time when you're younger and it's like well I can only afford like two or three albums this month so that's what you're going to be listening to you're just like yeah. I'm going to even if you don't like it that much you're like I'm just going to keep listening to this till I like it because it's the only new music I have so uh there was something about that I think like back in, in, you know, when we were teenagers, that, that, that you know, you, you really sat with records uh, and, and really got to know them, I think, in a way that, that you don't necessarily today. Smelling them. Yeah, that's the smell Smelling of the, the album. CD that the, was a yeah. part of it. <laughs> yeah. Reading who they thanked. Yeah, like sitting there with the liner notes and everything. And then going out and getting that out. Because if that right. band that you love thanked this band, then they must be something good, yeah. you know? So that's a lost art. That is an art form in itself that yeah. is kind of lost. So that's a little... It's kind of sad. Yeah. And when you guys came together for Taking Back Sunday and you formed the, the, the group and the team, how was it when you had your first, like, when you started having your own albums and first projects? Because, of course, like, when it comes to music, we're all fans at the end of the day. But mm -hmm. for you guys to have your own thing and having that magic feeling of being like, this is amazing, like, this is, like my album and project how was it like with your first record and so on and so forth that feeling it was awesome yeah i mean like even before we recorded tell all your friends we, we did a lot of um demoing and we we recorded a a lot of a lot of uh different studios on long island and, and even then like just the excitement of going into a real recording studio and you know like even if it was just going to be like for your demo that you sold at the shows locally like it was really exciting and then obviously taking the step up to be re recording for a label 
that was, you know, like our dream. Um, so when, when we were going in to record Tell All Your Friends, it was, you know, literally our dream come true, you know. So it was amazing. Yeah. I remember hearing Cute Without the E at the studio. Yeah. Like, when all the guitars, everything was on it. You know, it wasn't mixed yet, but... And I, I remember, like, specifically hearing that and thinking, wow, you know, we're at a real studio with a real producer and, you know, recording yeah. for a real record label and that was cool and when i think about like longevity and bands and artists that have been around for so long one of the things that i always tend to think of is like how important it is to carry that feeling still from the beginning because i can tell that you guys still have that like inner joy and love for it yeah. so when you guys think on your career do, does it seem like 20 years like does that seem like real or do you does it still feel like yesterday it's weird. I, I think, for me, some things I think about that happened 15 years ago seem like yesterday, and then other things seem like even longer ago than, than 20 years. It depends yeah. what, what it is, you know? Like, it, it, it just some of those things really stay closer in your mind, and then other things seem like another lifetime. It's, it's weird. Yeah. And you guys have come to Toronto uh, many times over the course of your career. How have you seen yourself and the city I guess grow and and change and on that note as well just like the like the idea of touring and and concerts over the years how has it been it's much cooler when people come to the show <laughs> from when they don't come to the show and we've had both yeah we've gotten to see it go both ways yeah like there there was there was one you know like the first time that we ever came to Toronto the the show was sold out however far in advance and then there's other times where there's like a hundred people in a room that that holds 2000 where it fucking hurts you know <laughs> yeah. that's not cool so <laughs> at this point 20 years in two sold out shows at a you know yeah that fairly feels, large venue it feels it's really nice. good it's good yeah and you guys have done shows with a massive massive bands and the idea of like warp tour and and where the genre is how have you guys seen the progression of rock and and other bands and the idea again of longevity well i mean it's one thing that's that's been kind of weird is to see like gradually like the bands that we started out with kind of like breaking up and you know like uh it it's there's uh you know just like a handful of bands i feel like that we started out with that are still doing it so that's kind of a weird thing you know that you you just keep going and then other people you know don't uh last. so yeah they just they they don't last for whatever reason um and well it's weird too i feel like we're also not we're, we've not really been great at like keeping up with a lot of what's the new trends in the scene also because when you do it so long you see a lot of young bands come and go and in like two or three years so i think we've tended to not pay as much attention to like what's happening with uh more like up and coming bands it's like or we, we could sort of wait like five years or so to see <laughs> see how they're doing then like and then kind of sit it, with their album or something it would know? also be weird if a 38 year old 40 right. year old man was listening to fucking like 20 year old high school yeah. you know what I mean yeah. like, a little weird yeah <laughs> that's and true 
the idea of like making merch and growing up and buying merch from other bands. How has it been uh, to see like people from all ages wearing like your band tee and coming up to you and telling you how much the band has meant to them over the years and new and old fans like just the fan interaction over the years. It's amazing. Yeah. One of the craziest things I think was when we hit the point of like making like onesies for like babies and you know like where our fans were getting to the point of having kids and like wanting our merch on their their babies and, and children and stuff and uh, and now seeing them come to shows with their kids who aren't even that young anymore you know we've a lot that's there, crazy there, there was a kid we played Detroit last night and there was a kid right in the front row he had to be 10 11 singing along yeah so that's pretty cool. amazing it's, it's really surreal to, to see that I don't think any of us yeah imagined that when we were starting out now 20 years I'm 24 so the record almost like nearly predated yeah, <laughs> yeah. so yeah for me um the record, what does it mean to you now? Uh, when, like, in terms of when you released it back then and now, how special has the record, in terms of the catalog you, you have released and so on, what does it mean to you? Every time we play it, the reaction from people is really the thing that is fun about it. You know what I mean? Like, we're not going to go back and listen to it tell your friend you know what I mean yeah we would never do that yeah but yeah like when we when we play so last summer every night it looks like Slayer's playing <laughs> and it's a it's it's crazy and that and I think that's the most fun thing about it yeah that I, I think that is um you know well, when it came out and it was fresh for us obviously you know that that's a different thing um emotionally than 18 years later ever looking back on it um and you know it's it's something we're still really proud of but yeah like mark says not like we're spending a lot of time listening to the record or you know thinking about the songs that much anymore but it's the fact that people still care about it and still respond to it the way they do is um it's amazing it's really like it, it's hard to it's hard for us to to believe at this point you know do you guys have individual moments or moments in the band where you guys have looked at each other and and realize like this is what I'm doing for my life, and this is amazing, and I, this is what I've envisioned when I was a teenager, and I grew up listening to bands. Every day. Every day? Every day. Yeah, yeah, that is true. I think there's always a moment, especially now, like, that we're at this point, and that we can be doing as well as we are. I think every day we, we all, yeah, take a moment to try to appreciate it and think about how amazing it is. Now, it's kind of special. Uh, next year, not only is it a new year, it's a new decade. And ironically enough, it's 2020, and you guys are celebrating 20 years. How do you guys, if you can envision the next 20 years, or even not even that far, maybe the next step for you guys, what do you, what do you see for yourselves? Yeah. Well, I think, I think one reason that we got to this place is that we never really planned uh for it or tried to do anything to make uh make it happen we've kind of gone just one step at a time and just always been looking forward to the next record you know and the next tour and you know we've just continued to do that and and now we're here so i mean it kind of feels like we're going to continue in that 
vein right now. You know, we're we're thinking about our next record now, and uh, next year will be about getting into the studio and writing together and and recording. So, you know, kind of just it, it's hard for us, or I, I don't, it's hard for me to picture what ten years from now is going to look like. More gray hairs. More gray hairs. That's true. Well. Uh, maybe be moving a little bit slower on stage but uh you know <laughs> I thought about that yes. you know social distortion is like 30 30 years or 40 something something nuts you know and they definitely don't move that much yeah on stage. that makes sense what, what so the, what are they like in their 50s now or like 50s yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it catches up to you you know <laughs> everything hurts on me right now <laughs> everything yeah. right here my lat it all hurts, man. Yeah. It doesn't go away. On, on that note, too, how important is it? Because you guys have, you probably can't even count the amount of shows you guys have done over the years and festivals. How important is to stay healthy on the road and, and being on a tour bus and very. all the different ways that you guys get to shows? Very. It's very important. Yeah, to, it is. Uh, try to eat as, <clears throat> as good as you possibly can, you know? Drink yeah. a little less. Yeah. Smoke a little less. Because a lot of, like, as a fan, we don't see, like, that side of, of, of an artist. And we come to the show and we see the, the concert and, and we see yeah. that experience. But we don't see the, the back end of how hard it is to do show after show and stuff like that. So Yeah, it's better that people don't. There's a lot of very <laughs> unglamorous things that go into touring for, you know, six week, weeks on a bus. So it's, it's better that people don't see too much of that, you know? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, you gotta if if you don't if you don't maintain, uh, you're not gonna be playing. You know, we're playing for two hours a night, so that's a lot. So yeah, you know, yeah, it's, it gets. I think most as it goes, I, I'm realizing like sleeping is uh, very important. You know, like when you're younger, you can get away with you know like getting five hours of sleep a night for like a month or so. Or, it doesn't. It doesn't work uh, long term, though. Like I, no. Yeah, it's, I feel like you. It's you got to prioritize like getting a full night's rest these days and like drinking lots of water. Right. Staying hydrated. You got to stay hydrated, John. Going out for a nice meal John. instead of eating like pizza every day or something. You know. Things I've been like that. vegan for three months. You know what I mean. So I that, had to. Yeah. I, you know, mac and cheese. So it just wasn't working for me anymore. Now, um, as the final note. Um, if you could go back to uh, 1999 and when you released the record, um, what's one thing you guys would individually tell yourselves if you could go back then? Just uh, like the, an advice you would tell yourselves or just something you've learned over the years that you would pass on? Calm down. Everything's going to be fine. <laughs> yeah. That, I would agree with that 100%. That's what, definitely what I would tell myself. Yeah. It's going to be fine. Just you don't take it easy. Just keep doing what you're doing. It's going to be okay. That's perfect. Yeah. Um, it's an absolute pleasure to talk to you guys. Um, Thank you. I'm, I know I'm only 24, but I definitely grew well, up listening to a bunch that. of bands, and it's incredible to me that I even have the chance to talk to you guys. So, again, awesome. amazing. Yeah. Well, thank nice you. Nice talking to you. Appreciate that, man. We will release you now. <laughs> right. Out of We're this dungeon. Like baby. <laughs> out of this dungeon. Maybe, <laughs> maybe cut out the old talk a little bit. You know? <laughs> hey. Good show. Thank you. Thank you, man. Thank you. Have a good show. Drink. Oh, yeah.